I'm Johnny B. Good, the host of the podcast Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin. This podcast dives deep into the story of Ray Trapani and his company Centratech. I'll explore how 320-somethings built a company out of lies, deceit, and greed. I've been saying since a very young age that I was going to be a millionaire. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. My whole life, I've been told this one story about my family, about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse, I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. What grows in the forest? Our imagination and our family bonds. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Here's to the great American settlers. The millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills. Of course, there is something else you could do if you got something to say. Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss, hey, I'm no settler, I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today. Get all the Real Housewives tea you need on the podcast, Two Teas in a Pod. Join ex-Housewives Teddy Mellencamp and Tamara Judge as they watch, recap, armchair quarterback, and break down all things from the hit reality TV franchise. This team tells it like it is. Each week, we're going to be recapping whatever Housewife is currently airing. Lucky for Tamara, we're going to start... Oh my gosh. I know, with Orange County. Listen to Two Teas in a Pod on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bienvenidos, mi gente. Gloria Estefan here. You are listening to Red Table Talk, the Estefan's podcast. All your favorite episodes from our Facebook Watch show in audio. They make sure that you know that you are the darkest one. Colorism, the disturbing truth we don't talk about. My grandmother would say, don't go outside and don't darken up my family. Uh, And I still get emotional right now because you think... I'm a kid. Afro-Latinos speak out about the discrimination they face within their own community. Because el prototipo de la mujer latina es una mujer como tú, como tú. Whatever it is, it doesn't look like me. 
Our culture secret exposed at the red table. A lot of us are very hypocrite. That Why? Why? There is racism. Dejen de ser tan hipócrita. Don't pretend to like us and really not like us. Latinidad is a term that unites all Latinos, regardless of nationality or skin color. It's about a shared culture and a sense of belonging. But let's be clear, being Latino is not a race. There are black Latinos, white Latinos, and every shade in between. One in four U.S. Hispanics identify as Afro-Latino, and two-thirds of Hispanics with darker skin colors report discrimination. Common yet racist phrases such as mejorando la raza or improving the race encourage generations of Latinos to value European features and skin tone. One survey showed that 55% of dark-skinned individuals were viewed as less intelligent and therefore less worthy. ¿Cuál muñeco te gusta más? Blanco. Porque sus ojos están bonitos y su raza también. This is what colorism looks like. It may not be something we want to acknowledge, but that's exactly why we wanted to bring it to the table. We cannot know what it's like to be in the skin of darker Latinos because we were born like this. In Latino families, you can have someone with very dark skin, you could have someone with very light skin, and they can be brother and sister. That dynamic within the family can cause your family to treat you different, people looking from the outside to treat you different, which is why we need to use this platform to amplify this issue, because I don't know what that feels like. It breaks my heart to think that Afro-Latinos feel racism in their own family, because you think of racism as a general thing in society, but when it happens in your own family, it's very difficult. Is that feeling of being, the, the, the trauma of being oppressed. As humans, we tend to get close to what makes us comfortable. And sometimes we treat different as less than. And that is one of the biggest issues in the world. This is something that needs to be gutted from the inside out because they're dealing with things in their life that we will never know, merely as a result of the color of their skin. Here we go, girls. Caramo is best known as the culture expert on the hit show Queer Eye, which I love. But what you may not know is that Caramo's grandmother was Cuban. For most of his life, he rejected his Latin roots because of the racism he felt within his own family. Welcome to the table, baby. Yeah. So happy to be with you. I am loving this sweater right now. I appreciate it. So much. I was trying to be a little sexy and give a little cleavage. Your grandma's Cuban. Yes. And ended up in Jamaica. Yes, Jamaica, yeah. And was she uh she lighter? Yes, she she was, but she was lighter. Growing up. I felt very embarrassed. Even today, to be honest, talking to the producers and talking to people, every time they refer to me as Afro-Latino or Latino, I get very uncomfortable, still to this day. It's something new. It's very new. Your Latino family did not accept you. Not accept sounds deliberate. I don't think they understood what they were doing, but it was the subliminal, unconscious, internalized racism that was in them. Do you feel like within your family, if somebody's lighter, you know, they'll joke and be like, oh, you know, because you're the darker one and I'm the lighter one. And that makes Of course, of course. For me, playing outside as a kid was nerve wracking because my grandmother would say, don't go outside and don't darken up my family. Uh, Don't darken up my family. Don't darken up my family. So I would not go outside until after 5 p.m. because then the sun would be less 
and I still get emotional right now because you think I'm a kid and I should not have to be thinking about not going outside and playing because I don't want to get darker so that my grandmother doesn't say a comment. Maybe she she even thought she was trying to protect you. And that's what it was. She was trying to help you. She was trying to, I guess, thinking thinking that it was going to be better for you to be lighter. Her intention was to protect me, to, yes. to try to say things that she thought was going to help me. But the impact is that it destroyed me emotionally, mm. but it also made me feel like I wasn't connected to my culture. Intention versus impact. impact. Yeah. Okay, caramba, that is huge. That is huge. My family used to say, oh, your nose. And my grandmother, even my mother, would squeeze my nose. Okay, what me. was that? But it was because it's more, my nose is more African. My nose mm. is more black. And for many years, I kept saying to myself, I need a nose job. I did not know where that internalized hatred I had for myself was coming from. Your trauma, I mean, we don't realize it, but, you know, it starts with the family, the people around you. You know, like those experiences are, are, are going to mark you for the rest of your life. I'm the only boy. I have sisters. And they range from very light to I have one sister who's the darkest. And her treatment was the worst. The reason that I am the person on Queer Eye that has the emotional and mental conversations is because I understand the trauma and damage where maybe, and not to discount my sisters who are lighter, they didn't experience because they were um, bonita, they were all these things that were for me, I didn't hear those things as often. But you're gorgeous. I appreciate that. That's your Cuban side. Yeah, 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 exactly, (laughs) exactly, 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 you know. Have you ever been told that you couldn't possibly be Latino because you're black? Yes. It wasn't even a question. It's immediately like, no, 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 you're Jamaican. There's no Cuban. And it's an easy way just to dismiss me and discriminate me. That's why I love what you're doing here, because there's so many people who are going to watch you, hear this for the first time and say, oh, this is a problem. Maybe I shouldn't be making these comments. Uh, And so what I love about this conversation is that for those individuals who are experiencing their mental health, their emotional health being damaged, this is a moment where you can understand that you are beautiful as you are because it's a journey that I'm going on right now to love myself because of the internalized racism that I heard and experienced from my Latin side. But I started to say, I have to build myself back up. Absolutely. Conversations like this, where I look at you all and you look like people in my family and you're affirming me, for the first time it's like, okay, I'm getting chills, I'm getting emotional. It's like I, f- I feel included. You have to go through a process after trauma mm-hmm. to understand it, to turn it into something meaningful, yeah. to then be able to help somebody else. You don't just live like this go through trauma and then, oh, sure, I'm fine. I'm unaffected yeah, by it. Yeah. Lot, you have to build yourself up. How have you changed it with your sons? I tell them their skin is gorgeous. The darker, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure they hear it. And I realize it's important the language I have in my home. Yes. I no longer allow other family members, cousins, aunts, uncles, anyone to make comments to my kids and me to walk away. It's important for me to now to be respectful of my family, especially those who are older, but to also say... This is why that is hurtful. This is why that is damaging. And this is why I'm hoping we can talk about why you think that's okay to say and how you changing that could actually make us a stronger family. That's very important. Make us a stronger people. Because families, they don't realize it, but they're comparing... There's something I I say to people all the time. Comparison is the thief of joy. If you want to steal the joy from your family, whether it's their skin tone, whether it's their education, keep comparing your kids and see if you don't steal the joy and the love that's in your home. And let's try to be better. Let's try to really think about what we're saying to each other as human beings. 
I understand that your boyfriend Carlos is with you. Yes. Could yes. we have him join us? Because sure. I think that he would be so relevant to this conversation. Yes. Carlos. Carlos. Novio, vamos. Carlos. Beautiful couple. De donde eres? Mi familia es mexicana. ¿Cómo empezaron a salir? How did you guys meet? On Instagram. Yeah, I slid into the DMs very quickly. Yeah, slid into the DMs. He's a beautiful photographer and creative director, and so I saw his work, and I was like, "Oh, I like this work." But then I saw his face, and I was like, "Oh, I like his face too." Okay. I've dated black men, Latin men, white men. I was with a man who, for three and a half years, he's Puerto Rican, and I not once tried to speak Spanish, tried to expose my culture, do anything, and with that person. I could not connect because I was too afraid. This is the first time I've ever felt comfortable in embracing my Latin side, mm. being with Carlos. Yo aprendo español, um, and it's and I'm getting pretty good at it. Right. You um, sound great. Oh, thank you. Way. And it's only because Carlos and I practice. You know, practico todos días, and and like that's the only way to learn. Yeah, only way. No fear. You jump but, in. But the fear has went away because he doesn't judge me. ¿Tú has sentido alguno de ese tipo de racismo adentro de la comunidad mexicana? Desafortunadamente, muchas veces no te das cuenta. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So... Listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where... A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if... no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. 
Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Ese es, creo que ese es el problema mayor que puede existir. No darte cuenta que existe un problema. Todo el tiempo son ese tipo de comentarios, la broma siempre de mejorar la raza. I'll tell you what I think wow. making the race better is understanding and not creating these barriers or even having to say that phrase. En México, para ser realistas, las únicas personas negras que yo conocía son cuando trabajaba con modelos. Realmente, no. yo nunca tenía eh, contacto. As Latinos, we need to make sure we're looking at, wow, that's the first time I ever said we. Yeah, there you go. Hey. Oh, that's crazy. That was really just a hey, moment listen, for me. That's great, though. But it, and so we had to think about what internalized within the Latino community are we saying to ourselves and believing and then passing on that is wrong about Afro-Latinos or black people, period. What do you guys think? Yo creo que en verdad la palabra que va a salvar todo esto es información. Y a partir de ahí, ya puedes ahora sí tú formar tus propios criterios y que tú ya puedas realmente abrir tus ojos, despertar y decir, oye, es verdad, o sea, está pasando esto y no me había dado cuenta. We have to learn. Just, we need to do better. We can't change what happened before. We can learn from it yeah. and try to move forward. Carlos, muchas gracias. De thank nada, you so nada, much nada, for nada, being so open. Thank you. Thank de you nada. for being here, no, Carlos. De nada, de nada. Hi, I'm Robert Sex Reese, host of the Dr. Sex Reese Show, And every episode, I listen to people talk about their sex and intimacy issues, and yes, I despise every minute of it. I yeah. mean, she, she made mistakes too, right? That's I mean, true. She, she did she... kill everyone at her wedding. But hell is real, we're all trapped here, and there's nothing any of us can do about it. So join me, won't you? Listen to the Dr. Sex Reese Show every Tuesday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Solomon Duena. I'm Jacob Scott Thomas Bertrand, and this is the Lone Lobos Podcast. Every week, we just are shooting from the hip, talking about everything and nothing at the same time. Including topics like what people think about Latinos that don't speak Spanish. Basically, what he said was, oh, you're a Mexican that doesn't speak Spanish. That's like a taco with no salsa, like a taco with no flavor. Oh, like, dang. She took that and was like, this was a year ago, and I didn't get accepted. Through time tests and everything. And the email of her not getting accepted, and then a year later, exact design was on like a, a converse, converse that you yeah. can buy. Yeah. And she was like, this is so 
messed up because like, you can't do anything is, about it. Well, yeah, but she but she put on it blew up. Right, exactly. It started off as like this posh, you know, online Soho. Oh, it was for entrepreneurs. Only... <laughs> there was a time where I was like, it got to the point where I was like, what are you? What room are you in today? Like, what are you guys talking about? And he's like. This one is just a bunch of people making helicopter noises. See, I was always way faster than my mom, so she would never be able to catch me. <laughs> Listen to Lone Lobos starting September 21st. It's a part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Colleen Witt. Join me, the host of Eating While Broke Podcast, while I eat a meal created by self-made entrepreneurs, influencers, and celebrities over a meal they once ate when they were broke. Today, I have the lovely AJ Crimson, the official princess of Compton, Asia. Kidding, and Asia. This is The Professor. We're here on Eating While Broke, and today I'm going to break down my meal that got me through a time when I was broke. Listen to Eating While Broke on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. When Amara La Negra was a child, she felt she was discriminated against because of the color of her skin and the texture of her hair. Now, as the star of Love & Hip Hop Miami, which I also love, she's using her voice to speak up for black Latinos. Welcome, Amara. Bravo. Yay. Bravo. Sharing the love, sharing the oh love. Amara La Negra, born Diana Danelis de los Santos, got her start in show business at four years old, dancing in the popular Spanish variety series, Sábado Gigante, where both she and Lily were regular cast members. People know me, or I started off as Diana de los Santos, back when I used to, you know, work at Sábado Gigante with Don Francisco, which, by the way, now that I'm grown, I don't know how you did it, because that, that was a lot. That why? was a lot. Why? 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 Oh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you why. Being on that platform, it was una bendición. I learned a lot from it. I'm grateful for the opportunity. Oh my God, we love doing. You know, we know that he wasn't a, you know, the easiest cookie. Um, at least not for me. And obviously, chiquita, uno no quería. No, no, no. Me no me importa. We grown now. Um, <laughs> and there was many things that he could have done with his platform to help people like myself. During choreographies, they never knew where to place me. Vamos a ponerla en el medio, o vamos a ponerla atrás, because si no, la choreografía is going to look awkward. He was one of those that also made a lot of those, um, esos chistes un poco de mal gusto para personas como yo. Pero en ese momento uno se lo aceptaba, because, you know, el icono, who's going to go against the power? Pero like but what? Okay. Those racist comments, those es que racist jokes. 40 growth. years ago, es que 40 years ago we, we, we didn't have this conscious. Is people that, have gotten away with yeah, it? Because exactly. even if you knew it, mira, es igual cuando dice, me encanta la piel morena and I love all these great things. Yes, but if you had the opportunity of going to sleep and waking up black, would you want to wake up mm -hmm. black? Would you want to be treated as a black person? Mm -hmm. And this is where I come in, where I'm like, okay, Let's have real conversations. Okay, but you were the only black little girl. In how many years? In Sábado Gigante. No, remind me, because, yeah, in how many bueno, years? Bueno, vamos a decirle que fue 35 years, que como quiera, is a great accomplishment. 37. Come on, Los Negros, we've been here for the longest time. There isn't a Latin country that doesn't have black people. Yeah. De Guatemala, Chile, yeah. Honduras, Puerto Rico, Cuba, every single place in the world. And that's the part that I feel that is unfair. No, Amara, pero tú eres especial. O sea, es que te tienes que poner a pensar que tú eras para comenzar, la única niña en esa conversación de la raza negra, y tú sabes cuántas niñitas te vieron a ti. Tú sabes cuántas la, la niñitas. La mosca dentro del vaso de leche. No. No. Eso es lo que like tú no puedes. Like the bug inside yeah. of a cup of milk. Like, yeah. everybody yeah. was like... 
Mira, Amar en Sábado Gigante siempre estaba adelante. Eso es lo que pasa, so. que el trauma todavía se mantiene ahí and we just try to cover it up. Yeah, right? yeah. Yo creo que en la comunidad latina hay que hablar las cosas como son. No me gusta generalizar, pero a lot of us are very hypocrite. And that's just the truth. You know what I'm saying? There is racism. Yo no soy racista. Oh. I would never mm. say qué cosa. Would you want your daughter or your son to marry a black person? Yes. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I don't know if they're happy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, but oh. she's right. Not yeah. most people are not, not like yeah, that. Yeah, not most people are not. Most people yes. have yeah. the subtext of racism, whether they tell you to your face, I'm not racist. Mira. They're feeling it in their thinking. And, it, and it's the truth. This is not to pinpoint anybody on this table no, specifically. No, it's, it's for the people that are watching. Yeah. Dejen de ser tan hipócrita. And it's the truth. And if you're racist, Don't pretend to like us and really not like us. Tú eres muy linda para casarte con un negro, mi amor. Tú tienes que mejorar la raza. Pero, mi amor, esas facciones que tú tienes, the same thing with the nose. I've heard it all. And they make sure that you know that you are the darkest one. It's like, I see, I got eyes. Y'all ain't got to tell me, I know. And don't get it twisted with this wig that I got on right now. Look at fabulous. Debajo de esta peluca, mi amor, I got my curls. No me derrizo. Tengo mi pelo malo. Mi pelo pasa. Mi pelo, como lo quieran llamar, pelo cocola. I embrace it. I play part of the game. I know what it is. I know that African-American parents have the talk. Yes. Do Latino, Afro-Latino parents have that talk? Are Afro-Latinos still black? Yes. We still have to have that conversation. I know, but do they is my question. You have like, to yeah, have that Mama, listen to what she just told you. Are Afro-Latinos black? Yo never. Es que por más que yo te lo quiera explicar, mm -hmm. nunca vas a entender cómo se siente la manera que te miran. If you walk by a street, la gente cambia de acera. Wow. You walk by a supermarket or whatever, there's always a security walking. Do you need anything, man? Do you need anything? Yeah. No, I don't. Why don't you ask somebody else? Yeah. yeah. That's why to yeah. me, I'm so passionate about it. And I don't want to sugarcoat it. Being black is not being black in America. It's not being black in Cuba. It's not being black in La República Dominicana. It's being black in the world. Absolutely. Just see us as people, you know? Just see us as people, man. What you said is so important. Feel the fierce need if somebody says something inappropriate, whatever, to be like, that is disturbing, yeah. severely inappropriate. And also, I want to ask, is it okay if I say something? Is okay. it okay if I insert myself here? Because uh -huh. I feel like I almost have to use my voice, but yes. I also don't want to make anybody uncomfortable. Whatever you feel in your heart and in your spirit, you do it. Stand behind it. And if, especially if you know that it's coming from a good place. Yeah. None of us will ever feel some type of way because you're defending us or because you're standing up for us. Arrebe, we're grateful because no one does. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. 
You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune into what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mm-hmm. Growing up, you never saw people like us. Celia Cruz to me was life, and yes. I had the honor yes. of being able to work with her. Celia, by the way, yeah. she went through a lot of discrimination in Cuba. Yeah. And even when she had the opportunity having a major role, era la nana, la chacha. I've gone to auditions para novelas en estos canales latinos que, como dije, tampoco es que tenemos tantos. No, exactly. Right. We, we, we have, have like two. They've told me, mira, mami, tú eres muy buena y todo, nos gusta tu personalidad, tu todo, pero... Estamos buscando a alguien que sea un poquito más latina, como un poquito. So then here comes the part where I'm more like, Latina. Oh. Because el prototipo de la mujer latina, with all due respect, es una mujer como tú, como tú, como Jennifer Lopez, como Salma Hayek. Whatever it is, it doesn't look like me. I have me. to agree with you. <laughs> Hemos evolucionado mucho. We have grown very much. Really? Have we? How many black people do you see in el noticiero? How many black people do you see in las novelas? How many black people do you see in the covers of magazines? Do you see them in movies? Exactly. No, you don't. Exactly. De drogadicto prostituta, chacha, uh-huh. eh, chica da Silva, porque era una novela de esclavos. So it's like, oh my God. have we really 
evolved. You, for me, and I, I started to get emotional when I hear you talking, was super impactful. You don't understand how important it was for me to see you on Love & Hip Hop. If I would have had you as a kid, Right. Jesus, but I'm so thankful that I had you as a, a grown man. I know that there's not enough and there, you still are tokenized in right. so many ways, mm -hmm. but I have to tell you, even though you are that one and there should be more, yes. I'm so thankful that you Aww. are the one. Thank you so much. Seriously, thank you. I have to give you all the credit in the world as well. I remember one of the most important moments in my career was performing with you on stage in the American Y2K. Airlines at the Y2K. With <laughs> yeah. Neri Torres. Like, you always make sure to give that credit to everyone because it takes a team to make those performances Absolutely happen. And in, within that team, there were people like us. And even though that I was very young, I shall always be well, grateful Well, thank you, for but you know what's funny? I thought it was us. I know. Sharing mm. our yeah. African traditions and our, that's such a part of who we yeah. are. But not a part of And to me, that's celebratory. You don't know, because a veces la gente no sabe how impactful certain moments can be for yeah. people. You yeah. both are going to be Amara, the role models for the next generation. Yeah. Amen, amen. What do you tell them? You go first. Be patient with yourself and love every part of who you are. And it might take a little bit longer because of the negative things you've been hearing your entire life, but know that it's up to you to love yourself and to see the beauty, even if your family, your culture, or the world around you does not make you feel like it is okay to love who you are and accept who you are. I would say, oh, lo que te voy a decir. And I would say, I would say, I more, more Latin than that. More Latin than that. I more Latin than that. Oh, lo que te voy a decir. <laughs> Mira, embrace your negritude. Embrace yeah. it. Understand it. Yes. See it as a power. God blessed you with melanin. Melanin is a power. Understand that the world shall come against you and you need to be prepared Freeze. for whatever is to come. Don't let anyone Anyone make you feel that you're less than? Y edúcate y prepárate. That's the most important thing because when you have education, you have power. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Raffi is the voice of some of the happiest songs of our generation. Baby Beluga. So who is the man behind Baby Beluga? Every human being wants to feel respected. When we start with young children, all good things can grow from there. I'm Chris Garcia, comedian, new dad, and host of Finding Raffi, a new podcast from iHeartRadio and Fatherly. Listen every Tuesday on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Sacred Scandal tells the true story of a murdered nun at my high school. What is your emergency? This is uh, Holy Cross Academy. I can nude body on the floor with blood. In 2001, Sister Michelle's body was discovered at a convent in Miami. She had been stabbed more than 90 times. One of my classmates confessed to the brutal murder and has been in prison for more than two decades. And his story exposes an even more disturbing truth. Did Bishop Pataki have concerns that the monks at Holy Cross were not really Catholic? 
Sacred Scandal is a true story of one priest's obsession with power, corruption, and a massive cover-up at a monastery in Miami. And as we've been trying to get to the truth about this case, we got answers to questions we never even asked. And this story took us farther than we ever intended to go, from Miami, Florida to the mountains of Ukraine. Listen to Sacred Scandal as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I want to bring out somebody that gave you your power. Mommy, ven pa' acá. Amara's Dominican mother, Ana Oliaga, overcame many obstacles to help Amara pursue her dreams. She saw the discrimination young Amara faced and taught her to love herself by confronting racism head on. The fact that you created, que usted haya criado esta mujer, es importantísimo. Usted la preparó a ella y como le ha dado la fuerza esa para sentirse que puede con todo. ¿Quién se la dio a usted esa fuerza? Eso es el resultado de ver muchas injusticias, uh -huh. mucho bullying. Desde chiquita, en la escuela ya le decían, oh, le, le querían, hasta golpes le llegaron a dar. No, no, no. Le decían, la ne oh, la negra fina, que ella llegaba muchas veces llorando, me tocaba consolarla, eh, animarla, eh, decirle, no, 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 no te dejes arrastrar. Si tú quieres, yo voy a la, a la oficina. Y ella me decía, no, mami, porque yo te conozco. Y digo, no, porque... She's real now. She's real. Si yo tengo que arcar dos o tres, lo hago. Ay. Yo siempre le decía a ella, tú tienes que, con la piedra que te tiren, ve juntándola. Los ladrillos que te tiren, júntalo y, para que haga tu propio castillo. Ah, oh, that's beautiful. That pain that you carry is what's going to make a difference for the people you mm. talk to. Mm -hmm. Because you lived it in your own skin. You have something to share that, hey... She did this. Look at this. Right. You know, I'm you're proud. <laughs> There you go. Lindo, tan bello. Thank you for being here and being so honest and being that force of nature that you are a woman. This was very muy inesperado. That's good. So they know it's real. This yeah. real on the red tape. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Elizabeth Horge Freeman has spent her life studying the effects of prejudice and racism towards Afro-Latinos throughout the U.S. and Latin America. Welcome, Dr. Freeman. We're so Thank happy you. to have you Thank in you. this free-for-all. Yes. <laughs> I am just so excited to be part of the table. You've been listening to their stories. Yes. I'm sure your brain is exploding with so many facts and statistics and things. Connections. Please enlighten us. Listening to both Amara stories and Karamo stories, in many ways, they resonate with the patterns and trends that we see across Latin America and across the United States with Afro-Latinos is the conversation about the journey, learning and unlearning, right? So learning your history, learning to own who you are, learning to own your body, but also to unlearn some of the negative anti-Black attitudes that are expressed in families and seen in broader society. Right? Mm. And even when we talk about families, mm. oftentimes families are making decisions about who to invest in because they're thinking about who's the better investment. Mm. Who has the best shot? Who has the best shot? And there were a number of cases where you have mothers oftentimes treating their children differently based on what they look like. Wow. And what that would translate into was differences in how children were eating, where they went to school, if they went to private versus public school. You also had a case where it wasn't just mothers. There was a, a father who literally gave away his three darker-skinned daughters to raise his lighter-skinned daughters. I mean, it was a, it oh, was a pretty Lordy. brutal uh, situation. That, that trauma. And how can we lessen that discrimination in families? Right. Doctor, is there a way? Yes. Yeah, so, education. So education is part of that, but that treatment is connected to the broader social structure, right? So this isn't about fixing families. It's about fixing our societies. 
because in so much of the conversation about discrimination and colorism, we focus so much on color. And I just want to make sure we recognize that it's not just color. It's hair. Yes. It's yes. features. It's yes. lips. Hair. It's hair. lips. That's what we talked about. No. Yes, no. You right. mentioned yeah. it's all, it's this constellation of yeah. racial features that shape people's outcomes. Yeah. And that's been the crux of my work is to understand and unpack how that plays out in people's lives. What's the difference between race and ethnicity. This is a really great question. Are we a race, Hispanics, Latinos? No. Let me explain what race and ethnicity are. Break it down. Both of these categories are, first of all, constructed categories. Humans made these categories, and what they mean actually varies depending on what country you're coming mm. from. So I feel like I have to say that up front. These are not kind of objective categories. Mm -hmm. But when we talk about race, we're typically talking about physical features, whereas ethnicity refers to culture, it refers to language, it refers to kind of people's social experiences, and it's often connected to a geographic area. Mm -hmm. The other question that people sometimes ask is, how does nationality fit with this then? If that's race and that's ethnicity, Nationality is just about your legal identity. Where do you have your citizenship? Mm -hmm. Oftentimes, folks, they mix up all three of these terms. They don't understand that Latinos are a pretty heterogeneous group that consists of lots of different racial categories. Mm -hmm. Okay, so wait, wait, wait. So I am... Race first. Cuban. Okay, so let's, let's break it down. Cuban. I was born in Cuba. Cuban. Are you a Cuban citizen? No. No. Not now. My nationality is so you're American. American. So you are American. American. Yeah. Yes. Okay, and then my race? Her race. Well, your race. What is your race? She's part Lebanese, part Swiss. But that's part of physical part features. Like, yeah, let's talk about physical features. How are you red here in the United States? I would right, ever to say that you are white. Right. Of course. You white. You're white. white. You are white. I am white. She is white. We are white. Now, your ethnicity, you're, you're clearly Latina, right? This is, this is part of what we're here to talk about. But even that category is interesting because some Latinos feel like, well, I don't necessarily want to be just subsumed in this Latino category because in some ways that Latino ethnicity subsumes Costa Rica, Nicaragua, Dominican Republic. All of Endless. these categories are just thrown into this Latino ethnicity. We're all human. It's a convenience exactly. that we created. The issue becomes that folks don't see black folks as equal because mm -hmm. they don't have the opportunity to see us functioning exactly. at the same level. Those are the game changers. Let me tell you something. They are today. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. I wish that we could continue this conversation all day. Me too. But the words I'm taking away from this, communication, love, and unity, and support for each other, and allies. Thank you, Caramo, Amara, Dr. Jorge Freeman, for sharing your stories. This is a tough conversation that we need to continue to have in order for things to change. So thank you for being here and for pouring out your hearts to us. And we want to end this Red Table with a special performance by my beautiful Emily singing her song, I Just Want It To Be Over. It's one of my favorites that she's ever written. In college, I had an experience with a friend of mine who was dark-skinned. We went to eat in a restaurant, got our food, to then which the waitress came over and said, you guys need to go. You're not welcome to eat here. And I literally was like, why? And she looked at my friend and touched her skin. And um, it really made me feel the need to use my voice and put my anger from that experience on paper and try to get it to as many people as possible to show that not only am I an ally, but this is bothersome and we need to speak up as human beings.
believe Moving on with something we achieve Come to terms with the absurd Years from freedom yet somehow disturbed 52, 2020 New guitar and numbers in between When will the jest reveal its sin Equating triumph with the color of our skin I just want it to be over I just want it to be true Fluid on my greens I hide the roots that ground me to this earth I fear the only predetermined gifts of birth It's not too late to right the wrongs of fame Forgetful is the only man to blame Increase the zoom, let's focus in Raise your girls to be Martina Luther for listening to join the red table talk family and become a part of the conversation follow us at facebook.com forward slash red table talk estefans red table talk the estefans is a production of westbrook studios in partnership with iHeartRadio's my cultura podcast network for more podcasts from iheart visit the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you listen to your favorite shows 
Give us your attention, we need everything you got fast Waiting on reparations, we be the illest podcast Tune in every Thursday, politics and wordplay We fight for the people cause they got us in the worst way From the hill to Brazil, Bombay to Kanye From the left enclave to what the neocons say Every Thursday, cop the heady conversation And break us off with some bread cause we waiting on reparations Listen to Waiting on Reparations on the iHeartRadio app Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts When I was 18 years old, a nun at my high school was brutally murdered. Getting to the truth has opened a Pandora's box of secrets, exposing abuse of power and a world of lies at one Miami monastery. I mean, the woman was stabbed 90-plus times. There's got to be something else going on here. Listen to Sacred Scandal on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tanya Sam, host of the Money Moves podcast powered by Greenwood. This daily podcast will help give you the keys to the kingdom of financial stability, wealth, and abundance. With celebrity guests like Rick Ross, Amanda Seals, Angela Yee, Roland Martin, J.B. Smooth, and Terrell Owens, tune in to learn how to turn liabilities into assets and make your money move. Subscribe to the Money Moves podcast powered by Greenwood on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. And make sure you leave a review. I'm Johnny B. Good, the host of the podcast Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin. This podcast dives deep into the story of Ray Trapani and his company Centratech. I'll explore how 320-somethings built a company out of lies, deceit, and greed. I've been saying since a very young age that I was going to be a millionaire. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. My whole life, I've been told this one story about my family, about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse, I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, from Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, host of Womanica, a daily podcast that introduces you to the fascinating lives of women history has forgotten. We've always been intrigued by stories of disappearances, whether it's a fraudster from the 17th century who kept evading the authorities or a novelist who taunted the Nazis and faked her own death. We all want to know what happened next. To find out, listen to Womanica on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.